Hey, you guys. Happy early New Year's. Nice to see you again. This is Lost Arts Radio live show. And it's supposed to be a show that we started about <clears throat> about current events. And uh, this is kind of New Year's Center tonight. We've, we've got a sequence of shows we do on Saturdays. Starts out with the uh, Lost Arts Radio safe stream version, which is YouTube only. And we have to thank YouTube for the existence of that. Because the reason it started was because we had to be semi-banned and re-educated about what was acceptable to play on that platform. So we do a short, um, kind of just micro version of the show, but don't get to say as much as we do on this one. So it's a sequence. We, we start out with that very carefully worded short version on YouTube. And then we move over to this show, which is Lost Arts Radio Live main show, and then half an hour after this one is over, roughly, we move into Planetary Healing Club, where it's completely uncensored. And in in Planetary Healing Club, we get to talk about anything. Plus, it's interactive. So we take um, live chat from all the participants anywhere in the world, and we talk about health information, which is suppressed normally, violently suppressed, in case you haven't noticed. In the U.S. and most of the world, a lot of doctors have died for saying the wrong thing about injections and uh, drugs and the medical system in general. Sometimes they're just deplatformed. Sometimes they lose their license. Uh, sometimes if they're really an inconvenient spokesperson to have in the way and they're reaching a lot of people, then they have to be killed for their own good and for all of our safety. Um but we're for Planetary Healing Club, we get to talk openly about any of that stuff that they would have been silenced for, as well as consciousness-related things, which is on a deeper level, and the relevance to things happening in the world. And all, all of that is just um, to invite you, in case you're interested in that, um, and we do make a little bit of money from that. We have dues, uh, $25 for a month, and... Um, that's just because I haven't figured out how to do this with no money. There's ways that you can get partial memberships for down to $5 a month. Um, but the 25 helps us keep going with our work because we're not doing any commercials. If you've noticed, if I recommend a product at the moment, we don't have any sponsors. So if I recommend a product to you, it's because I know this is really hard to grasp, but it's because I think it's good. And if I tell you I had a bad experience with it, I do. And if we ever do have a sponsor, they're going to have to be willing to be fired on a moment's notice or at least their product. Because if it's not good, I'm not going to say anything to promote it. And I don't want to be caught in that. So the theory right now is that Planetary Healing Club memberships, free donations that people just make because they believe we're doing something good, um, which you can make at planet at uh, lostartsradio.com, either by the donate button or the subscribe star link. Either one is great. Um, that's how we're trying to generate money. And the other thing is if you can help us share the links, even if we're not banned on some of these platforms, we're shadow banned. And, and the, we've seen our view counters spin backwards and interesting things like that. But, the Planetary Healing Club is the uncensored environment and it's interactive and it gets into really interesting stuff. It's for people that are wanting to actually up to doing the work on themselves. That We talked about um, New Year's resolutions in the last show and this is New Year's resolutions for real. Getting into the much deeper levels, not not limited to just physical but none of that is really what I was planning to talk about today uh, in this short show, which goes by really fast. What I was going to talk about was the response we got from playing that short video um, called The Christmas Truce from December 1914, I think it was, in World War One, And World War One was a scam, just like World War II and Vietnam and all, virtually all the other wars. I can't imagine a legitimate war unless it's for literal self-defense. And in the case of World War One, it was just like the, most of the others. Both sides were financed by the same interests, uh, the international bankers and 
corporations and things like that. We'll get into that in a little more detail. But what I wanted to say about it, and the only reason I, I get into it, just so you know, is not to just be the typical show that says this is terrible and this is terrible and this is terrible and all these terrible things are going on and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. That That's not really the goal. I mean, it's important to know, I think, there are people that, for example, assume that to be spiritual and really, maybe they're really religious and to be in line with God and everything, that you should be oblivious to what's going on that's bad in the world and not talk about it because that's low energy, which it is, but there's more to it. And you should just not ever look at any of that stuff and just stay happy all the time, which since they're not really happy all the time, they have to stay drugged or in denial about how they actually feel. So I'm not promoting any of that stuff. I think that um, awareness of what's going on in our world is strategically important so that you have a better chance to make good decisions and <clears throat> do what you can to protect yourself and people who are in your charge and around you to the degree that's possible. Uh, so I'm not saying that, but um, I'm saying on the other side, to only look at all the bad things that are happening and to the exclusion of what we could do to make them better, that's kind of unbalanced on the negative side too. And in fact, to even become aware of the unbelievable depth of evil that's going on um, in the world right now, I, I think most, I don't blame people for not wanting to know. It's really pretty hideous. And the corruption has infiltrated all aspects of society down to the local level, up to the international education and all these other things. But um, there is an antidote, in my opinion. And the reason that I played the video with the Christmas truce last time is because it's a clue. It's a clue that who's holding the power to make things better. Well, in that case which is a little microcosm of the larger world situation. Who made that happen? Regular old people, the soldiers, who were whose job it was um, to keep killing each other, to keep murdering each other, because it's murder. You know, even if you have a, a uniform on, when you're the enforcers of a scam and you're just killing all these people that don't need to be killed... Uh, that's not a legitimate war, in my opinion. And the people who turned that around for one night were not the not the presidents or prime ministers or uh, Congress people or anything like that. It wasn't certainly wasn't the corporations or the the banks that were just in it for profit on both sides. Incredible criminal activity on the part of the major banks and the corporations and the foundations. Those weren't the power players in creating that little window into peace. It was the soldiers whose job it was. See that guy over there? Shoot him. That was their whole job. Stay in the trench and keep murdering people until you're murdered, and then you'll be replaced. That's the job description, although it's put in a little bit more patriotic terms. The Germans and the the people and the allies and the other Axis powers, they, every one of them thought they were fighting for the right side. And it, it it's easy to forget that, you know, if you're in the U.S., you think, well, yeah, the, the Germans, they all knew they were evil, and uh, the Japanese and the Italians in that war, or I guess that's talking about World War II, but the same sort of thing happened in World War One, and the Western powers were the good guys, no, every every one of those thought that they, they were the good guys. And in World War II, the German soldiers didn't were out there on the front lines not thinking, well, we want concentration camps to murder all these inmates. They were thinking, no, we're fighting for the homeland of Germany. And they thought of all the songs about Germany and everything. It's a total scam. It's just like um, in the movie Wag the Dog. They can create a war between any countries they want. Anyway, I'm getting off track, and it, we don't have much time. So what I had thought of talking about was that video that we played last week, and I hope you saw it, 
If you didn't, you're in luck because I'm I'm not trying to bore you, but I'm going to play it again. It's very short. But this time, I want you to find out, tell me, what's wrong with it? What's it leaving out? What's the what's the huge miss, missing gap in this video? Uh, I'm wondering if any of you caught it last time. Did you see what I'm talking about? And um, it's really, in my opinion, the main point of the whole story. And I didn't get one person telling me that they caught it. Um, I want to see if you get it this time. I'll try to... This is kind of hard. I don't just get to relax during it. i got to try to keep up with the subtitles because we have platforms that are audio-only, blog, talk, radio, and a bunch of other ones. You're not going to see the subtitles, and some of it's in German because the Germans are in... It's a trench warfare in World War One. You're out in this field. I think this one might have been in France. I'm not positive. And they dig these trenches with shovels. You know, that's how they used to dig trenches, right? Like a landscape trench, except not for a sprinkler pipe. It's big enough for people to live in while they all get slaughtered. And um, you have one trench over here for the Axis powers and the Germans in this case, the other side for the Allies. And they were just far enough away so they could uh, have artillery, small artillery and rifle fire to try to keep killing each other until they were all dead and then be replaced by new people coming in to be patriotic. Completely insane, maliciously insane by the people who are controlling it. And they had this amazing event. I don't know if anything like it has ever happened since. Probably has, I just don't know about it. And the soldiers made a miracle for that Christmas Eve. And you don't have to just do that kind of thing on Christmas Eve. You can have miracles whenever you feel like it, if you are willing to do that. And there's always one that's needed in the life that you're in right now. Even if you're not in trench warfare, you actually are in trench warfare, but it's just different kinds and it's not as obvious. And this was the most obvious where you're actually using rifles and other projectiles that they weren't showing in this clip to murder each other gradually. Even there, they made this incredible miracle. And it's I think it's 13 minutes. I, I don't want you to be bored, but this is not supposed to be entertainment anyway. We're trying to look at something that's important for the future of the world because... It's not just our lives that are under incredible threat right now. It's the the kids that have the interesting fate of being born into this time and all the other generations that would like to come in after without being totally corrupted and destroyed. And it's really up to what you do. It's not somebody else. Because as we talk about in more in the Planetary Healing Club level, that meets after this uh, session is over. You have this massive impact on everybody else in your life, and everybody else is in your life, even if you don't see them. And we're not supposed to know this. We're supposed to feel uh, totally helpless, that we can't do anything without teams of experts. And especially if you happen to be highly educated, then you're programmed to really believe you're helpless and that the best anybody can do is have this little tiny area of specialized knowledge and not know anything outside of it. And when you're educated like that, you can be misused by evil corporations so that your well-meaning specialty gets turned into part of a weapon. It's con- it's all a consciousness issue. Consciousness costume for hum- costume competition for humanity right now. And, and the clock is ticking. It's like a game show. Wake up, become conscious before the clock runs out. And you don't get to watch the clock run out because it might have another 10 minutes. It might have another 10 years or anything in between. We're not told. I don't have any idea. I mean, I can see with the things set in motion, this could be over in five minutes. Or it could be, or it could somehow keep dragging out longer and longer, or it could completely turn around. And if you call that option three, that's the one I'm suggesting that we do. 
you know, because the way it's going, I don't think it's a good plan. Um, but there are forces that are really determined where the future that they plan is so much worse than just trench warfare. You don't even really want to look at it. But it, the whole thing boils down to not somebody else, but you. You're the only one you have control over. And you have this massive power because of where you came from. And a little bit of that was allowed to come through in this video. So I want to see if you catch what's wrong with it. We'll play it now and then we'll be right back and wrap up after that. So here's the video. See what you think. Hey lads. Hey lads, where'd you get the pipes? Referring to bagpipes. Gotta talk fast. Where'd you get the pipes? I found it. The guys in 92nd heard we'd be in the trenches for Christmas. That was decent. Don't suppose there's a spare set. Sit here, you can use mine. Padre, give us a song. This is in the uh, Scottish trenches. I'm dreaming of home. And there's some guy out crawling in the snow. I don't know if he's a spy or what. Probably. So they're in the trenches with, on the German side with Christmas trees lit up. I guess both sides are Christian. That's the impression I get. Sorry, it's quiet for a minute. Now the bagpipes start. On the Scottish side, they're playing music and the Germans hear it. Turn it up if you if you need to. This is singing on the Scottish side. Sitting in the mud and snow, they're singing, and the Germans are listening. There's a cat, a pet cat, over on the German side. Come on, boys, louder. Candles and Christmas trees on the German side. <clears throat> Listening carefully to the people they're supposed to be murdering. You can tell they're thinking about it. They seem to be having fun, they say on the German side. And from somewhere, they have a lady who came in there. He says, this is Anna Sorensen. Good evening. I don't know how she got into the trench. They're not usually connected to the town. And the commanding officer comes out, are you mad bringing this lady in here? And he says, Lieutenant, I convinced the crown prince that the little music would do no harm. He says, very well. Fire away, meaning music. <laughs> They're going to produce their own music on the German side, in other words. I'm sure they're freezing in the mud and snow. And they're putting their Christmas trees, the little three-foot Christmas trees, up on the edge of the trench so the other side can see them. I guess they got some kind of a generator powering the lights. Lieutenant, come quickly, something on is afoot. The lieutenant on the German side is looking. Or I guess that's on the English side. Oh, they see the Christmas trees on the German side. Could be a diversion, some dirty trick. And the German side starts singing. I'm going to turn it up so I can hear it. 
is Silent Night in German. And the Scottish soldiers are listening. Like a battle of the bands, except between singers. And there's a harmonica on the German side. Now it's the Scottish guys' time to listen. This is not in the spirit of mutual destruction. Now the Scottish side has started playing the same Silent Night song in the same key as the German guy is singing it. Starts harmony between the two sides. Now the German singer is standing up where he could be shot. There's, there's the lieutenant screaming at him, get down. But before he gets down, the daughter's side is all clapping. This German singer is pretty good singer. They're thinking, this is weird. What's going on? We're supposed to be killing each other. And the Scottish side starts playing on the bagpipes, Come All You Faithful. I think that's the song. And the German singer starts up singing the same song. He's singing and he picks up a Christmas tree with the lights, which are actually candles, not electric lights. And he's bringing the tree over toward the Scottish side. He's standing up where he can be shot. This is a brave German soldier. And now all the Scottish soldiers stand up outside of the trench where they could be shot. There was a Scottish spy lying in the snow who was crawling toward the German trench. And he's thinking, what? What is going on? We're supposed to be fighting. Now the German singer with the Christmas tree is walking all the way over to the Scottish trench. Singers holding up the Christmas tree. He says, "Good, e- good evening, Englishman." He said, "The English say, but we're not English; we're Scottish." And they're all laughing. So, das war ja ganz schön, aber jetzt gehen wir wieder zurück. And the lieutenant on the German says, "Very nice, but that's enough." This is not the Berlin Opera. Another one says, "You're right, the singer." It's better than Berlin. Scottish leader is walking over a summit meeting and we're not even involved say the guys in the trenches what the hell's going on now the
German lieutenant walks over with the singer now. Good evening. Good evening, Sunday Do you speak yes. English? A little. A little bit. Wonderful. Uh, we were talking about a, a ceasefire for Christmas Eve. What do you think? <laughs> the outcome of this war won't be decided tonight. I don't think anyone would criticize us for laying down our rifles on Christmas Eve. Don't worry. It is just for tonight. What the devil are they up to? Maybe the Germans are fed up. They want to surrender. I doubt it. German lieutenant says, give me a bottle of champagne and a glass. And the soldier says, what? He says, thank you. And he, 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 the German lieutenant's pouring drinks for everybody. Merry Christmas. Frohe Weihnachten. They're all drinking. Fire, somebody shot up flares for fireworks. And they're all clapping. You have to see this on video, you guys who are watching Blog Talk and the others. Go, go see it on video. Now all the soldiers are, are climbing out of both trenches, walking toward each other. They must be thinking, wow, we're not even getting shot. It's incredible. Start walking toward each other, holding bottles of uh, whatever they're drinking. The lady who is somehow on the German side is coming with them. Scottish spy in the snow is greeted by the German soldier and he gets up. This is a really important part of history, even if it only lasted for one night. This is really, really important. Good evening. I'm Anna. Anna from the German side came over to the guys meeting in the center. One of the Scottish soldiers has a candy bar and he's uh, offering it to the German soldier and he says you first make sure it's not poison and now he's trying it it's good, <laughs> it's good chocolate he gives him back a bottle of some kind of alcohol and the, the cat came over to join the party he says no his name is not Felix it's Nest Nestor it's Felix. No, it's Nestor. It's the cat from the Delsaw farm. No, I know better than you. They're arguing over the name of the cat. Nestor is heading for the French side. I think they're in France. So anyway like to see more of that but that's all there is so what what was wrong with that video raise your hand <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't know if you can raise your hand on this program but um what do you think so i don't know if you got it that time but it's really really simple and they were holding uh, a microcosm of world peace in their hands and they made it come true for one night. But then they went back to murdering each other. 
Why did they do that? And and that's the answer to the little quiz. That's what's wrong with it. And that's a big flaw. That's a really big flaw because the value of that video was potential value until it spread. I mean, it was nice that they, you know, postponed killing each other for one night. That was really nice. But I'm sure their families of all those soldiers would have preferred that they cancel the murder um, entirely, and they didn't. So what was wrong? You know, what what happened? How come they just didn't go home after that? And the answer is, they were just following orders. Have you heard that before? It was a, an excuse used in the Nuremberg trials when the uh, powers controlling the war, which through the bankers, decided, let's let the Allies, so-called Allies, win the Americans and the certain European countries and the UK people and the Scottish, they let them win. And then we'll, you know, do horrible things after that. It wasn't just the Germans that were just following orders. Of course, the Nuremberg trials were after World War II, not World War One. but the same same issue uh, was in World War One and in almost all the other wars. Everybody's just following orders. That's why they kill each other. Now, I'm still totally in support, obviously, of legitimate self-defense. But when the bankers pay both sides of a conflict to kill each other and destroy each other's countries, ruin the economies, go into huge debt that they can never pay back and become slaves to the bankers, and especially to the people that control the bankers, because the bankers are not on top, they're higher up, but they're not on top. Um, to keep that game going, game of death, basically, um, everybody just follows orders. And that's why you have to be trained to just follow orders from uh, preschool on up. All of all of the people on both sides of that, World War One and the other wars, they knew what they're supposed to do. And uh, so it was not just the Germans or one side or the other that was just following orders. It was everybody in the war. And they weren't able to see any alternative, even if it meant they die and they murder other people. They couldn't see any option. They were trained all their lives to obey authority. And they didn't know war is a premeditated scam and both sides are being set up to kill each other by the same forces. Um, both sides believing that they're defending good against evil. Both sides, not just who you think the good guys are. All sides of almost every war think that they're the good guys defending against evil. That's how they're trained, so that they're willing to go out and do the work of killing each other. Um, and in World War II, some people think the Nazis were really bad, and of course the death camps were bad. I, that really happened. I, I am old enough to know uh, the families of people who lost family members in the death camps just for being Jewish or just for being something else unacceptable. Those were real. The people that say the Holocaust didn't happen are wrong. It happened. But we're in a much bigger Holocaust now. And the Holocaust that really happened, you know, they talk about killing six million Jews, which could be true. But they killed a lot more people than that when you count all the soldiers that were just following orders. And I know as an American, the Americans were sent in to stop evil. They didn't know that their own corporations were supporting the Nazis. You know, this is way deeper than what it looks on the surface. The death camps were real. Hitler really was an insane maniac. But the powers that be thought, oh, perfect person for it to carry out the role of leading Germany to its own destruction and killing tens of millions of people on all sides. So they thought, this is the guy we want to work with. So no, Hitler was not a good guy. He was a, a decorated war hero, but he was insane. And he wrote a book about it. In case you're unclear about that, and you think Hitler was good, I mean, under the programming, everybody's good, but he was playing the part of an insane maniac who 
hated Jews and wanted to kill all the people that were mental, what he thought mentally inferior, um, wanted to take over the world for Germans because they were more entitled to the land than everybody else. He was legitimately uh, criminally insane, but he was used by people who were even more insane than that and uh, part of the same plan that's going on right now. Uh, but people during the, those wars, people on all sides believed that their side was right and they were fighting for the, the wonderful country that they lived in. No suspicion that the international bankers and the corporations were supporting both sides, intentionally starting the war and continuing the war. That's what they did. It didn't, didn't just happen, no matter what the his, re, people rewriting history want to say. The same powers behind it got Roosevelt uh, when they thought the U.S. was late getting into the war and you should be killing all the Americans too and getting the Americans to murder everybody else. They got Roosevelt uh, to set up the U.S. military people and others uh, to be murdered at Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. That didn't just happen. You know, the, the policy was to make an embargo so that Japan couldn't get what it needed to survive. And it was trying to survive by fighting the evil Americans. And the evil Americans were being set up to be uh, murdered by the evil Japanese and be outraged, um, including the regular run-of-the-mill citizens like all of us, and enter the war in what looked to them, looked to us, like self-defense. It wasn't self-defense. It was a planned genocide by the people in charge who have allegiance to no country. And it worked. Americans got into the war, uh, went into huge amounts of debt that the history books say is prosperity. Wars do not create prosperity. It's not possible. They blow things up and ruin things, destroy economies and go into massive debt. So the ones who profit are the ones that hold the debt the banks, that's their crime. So, um, and the bankers and the corporations in America and, and the UK were supporting Hitler and helping him to run the death camps. The death camps were real, but they were supported by the bosses of both sides. And they were designing and keeping track of the ID system. That was IBM, I believe, who was behind the tattoos and the organization system for the Jews and others in the death camps to be murdered. This goes much deeper. That's what, you know, even most politicians have no idea how deep the, uh, I guess they call it the swamp is. You know, Trump talked about the swamp, and I I think he really thought he was going to drain it. And then he got educated and misled. And I, now they've done something to him. I don't know what, but he's working openly for the bad guys, and we're looking for ways to have him turn around, but it hasn't happened yet. And, and it wasn't just the corporations. The Americans and and the British uh, eugenicists, those are the ones that believe in killing certain classes of people so that their privileged class can rule everything. The American and British eugenicists were Hitler's inspiration. He didn't think it up by himself. He was right in line with it, but he... Um, he had great admiration for Margaret Sanger, for for example, the progenitor of um, the murder organization Planned Parenthood, convincing women that killing unborn babies is women's health. I mean, it shows that we're in pretty bad shape if we fall for that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, Hitler thought Margaret Sanger was great who wanted to kill unborn babies, especially babies with dark skin. Um, those were really prime targets. Um, Margaret Sanger had all kinds of bad labels for them, and um, she wanted us to believe that this abortion nonsense is uh, women's health instead of the genocide that it is. So the American corporations and other kinds of organizations that supported both sides resulted in tens of, not six million, tens of millions of people being killed in World War II. And I don't have the number right in front of me for World War I, but it was a, a huge amount for that too. And there was the illusion that that was going to end all wars, 
that's why they didn't call it World War One when it happened. They called it the Great War, the last Great War. And the people in charge were moving it into position to set up for the next war and all the other atrocities that they were doing. And the same people are in charge now. Um, and it's not the dying that's the worst part, because there are people who have memory of dying. Everything is a lot deeper than what we've been taught. And the dying is where you get free in the physical situation. The bad part is when you, they call it being alive, when you're suffering and your body's being blown to shreds and you're still alive in it. Um, suffering of people who are still in the physical body, indescribably horrible, still going on today, including the families of the dead soldiers who that they left behind. And, I, and as I said, I wrote a note here that I wanted to mention that wars never produce prosperity, and we're taught, I was taught in high school that um, it was World War II in in America that ended the Depression and um, caused prosperity to return. That's total nonsense. Wars make huge debt. They create prosperity for the bankers and the people above them, and that's it. Everybody else goes in gradually into slavery through debt um, because of borrowing money for mass murder. Um I'm looking through my notes because we don't have time to go through all of them, but some of the stuff that's important. So back to the video anyway. Uh, the men in the trenches spontaneously saw a um, a glimpse of an answer. And they may, they probably didn't even think of it that way. They just thought, wow, music. Somebody has bagpipes and this sounds really nice. Why don't we... That It was the music according to the video anyway, that made them kind of automatically come up with the idea, this doesn't go with shooting each other. Why don't we take a few hours off from from the murder? And I'm sure they didn't think of it as murder. They thought of it as fighting for their country, both sides. But um, they automatically wanted to stop killing each other for a while. And it's what the uh, great leaders now, like so many people, David Icke and Chris Skye and a lot of other ones, are calling mass noncompliance. In other words, not following orders. And I don't think they planned it. They just spontaneously felt it. And the fact that it was Christmas made it easier for them to realize um, just don't follow the orders. And, and in in some ways, the world is gradually moving in that direction now with these mass gigantic uh, protests against the tyranny that is being orchestrated worldwide using a fake pandemic as an excuse. And I mean what I say about that. It's not that I don't know people are dying. A lot more are dying now because they're being killed. Um but the same forces are behind it as behind the wars. And our, our major media, what they call the mainstream media, they're trying to hide the huge protests, but they're all over the world, millions and millions of people. They're not stopping the tyranny yet, but they're letting the rulers know uh, that this is not popular. Just following orders in general, um, comes from being blind to what's happening and being blind to who we are. Because once you see what's happening, and once you realize you're not this little helpless, ignorant being who can't do anything, you're something great. Because the source that you came from, you've heard of it, you know, the one that people call God or spirit. That's not just a religion. That existed way before religions, and it's actually real, and people have found that out by not memorizing what they're supposed to believe about it, but experiencing it directly. And uh, once you see what's happening and who you are, at that point, just following orders becomes impossible, and then your awareness becomes contagious, and it spreads 
and you start to realize that even the bad guys are also just following orders. So it's not by accident. Our, you know, they call it the educational system. It teaches following orders all the way from preschool to PhD and MD levels of school, and it's not just the soldiers. It's regular wage earners who don't know who they are really working for, and they don't see any options if they do know. It's high, right now. It's highly educated health workers. You know the public health people who believe anything that the CDC and the WHO say. In fact, for them, it's like a religion. And not believing CDC or WHO or the county health uh, officer or whoever—that's like blasphemy. It's like what you can't question that. And they they got confused in school. They thought. Memorizing what you're supposed to believe is science. No, that's religion. That's a new religion of public healthism or something like that. The actual science questions everything, including its own favorite theories. It's always questioning because it knows we're subject to error and we need to be correcting ourselves. So all these people are just following orders. The UN employees, the United Nations who think they're working to save the world, whether it's from, they all think they're saving the world from climate change, and now they think they're saving the world from viruses and stuff like that. Um, what about the people who do know, though, and know that, that it's something not good? For example, um, say you're a police officer just at random giving an example, say you're a police officer in Australia or Austria or Germany or Canada or the UK or New York or places where they're actually enforcing criminal tyranny all over the world. It's being orchestrated from a central point that is not connected to any country. These people that you see as the prime ministers and presidents and people like that, uh, they're not in charge. I mean, it's obvious the current U.S. president isn't, he's a dementia patient and he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, that's not my opinion. It's you just watch. It's obvious. He gets lost in the White House and he mumbles and, I mean, it's a sad situation. But he's not the only one. The rulers of all the countries, none of them are in charge. The ones that think they are get eliminated or have a hard fight to stay alive. So, um, anyway, I was going to say, if you're a police officer or a military person and you're enforcing those crimes against the citizens who are just trying to exercise their God-given natural rights, which belong to people in every country, as the founders of America said, it wasn't just for Americans, it's for you, no matter where you live. Um, if the citizens are trying to stay free, and exercise their natural rights, which everybody has, even if their constitution doesn't exist in their country, or if it doesn't get, acknowledge any of their rights, the rights are still there. Uh, hospital workers knowingly killing patients, because some of the hospital workers are getting smart now, and the nurses are coming out and saying, I can't stand this anymore. We're killing people with the CDC protocol, with the WHO protocol. And they quit because the hospital administrators are just following orders. Or gang members in the culture of crime and drugs since childhood, underneath all of the garbage that they've taken on as their identity, they're just regular kids. All of us are just regular kids who got bigger. And you come to the weird conclusion that this is really nobody's fault. I mean... Yeah, the following orders makes you a criminal, but you can see how you got into it. It's like the Joan Baez song, uh, There But For Fortune Go Year Or I. That's the foundation of humility. It's not fake. It's not thinking, oh, I'm going to be really spiritual and humble or some nonsense like that. It's saying, respecting the power of mind programming. It can turn anybody into a criminal. Now they're doing it with direct... Uh, frequency weapons as well. Or, or consider the chemtrail pilots knowingly poisoning the biosphere, being told some nonsense that it's to prevent or hide climate change. No, it's to poison life. It's to end life. It's to exterminate the world. 
what if you're one of those guys? Maybe there's women too. I haven't met any of those pilots. I'd love to talk to one. And if you're listening on a chemtrail pilot, get a hold of us and we'll put you on the show anonymously and hide your identity. There need to be whistleblowers inside all these groups to wake up the others. Um, what about the bankers like Ronald Bernard, who I still think may come on the show and they're playing their parts, knowingly bringing in demonic agenda to destroy humanity. That That's what ultimately banking is about. It's not a nice service to protect your money. It's to rob and kill you. Sorry, that's what it actually is. And it's actually above that. Ronald Bernard got into just the bottom of the higher levels where they're running satanic sacrifices of children. And the average person thinks, what? Conspiracy theory, that's nonsense. It can't be true. And I understand the desire to not know about it, but unfortunately it's it's what's happening at the upper levels. Um, he set an example, Ronald Bernard, and he escaped, but he was one of the few that has and, and, and did it alive. Not only are those people all following orders, suicidal borders, orders, but their bosses that are giving the orders, this is what's not often understood. The hospital CEOs, in the case of the mass murder system in the hospitals, uh, the corrupt generals arranging the new wars, the GMO company executives overseeing the destruction of the natural genetics of the planet, the vaccine and drug company executives, telecom company executives who right under the surface know that they're mass murderers with the weaponized frequencies that are being used to harm people through their devices. The pesticide and urban herbicide company executives who know what their products are doing to the world. Hollywood stars leading the public into insanity and suicide on purpose. Every one of those groups is just following orders. How high does it go? You know, where it's not following orders, it's just giving orders. What about the top families that control the world? And I'm telling you that they're all just following orders. The orders don't originate on a human level. And I'm not saying that from reading something or hearing something. It's from some direct experience. And even those spirits, the demonic spirits, that are telling the top families what to do and why and how to run this ceremonial sacrifice of all life on earth, including themselves, and why. Even those demonic spirits are following orders. And it goes up and up and up. And if there's a single head of that on the lower astral level or whatever name that you have for it, somebody who has a, a desk label on his desk that says the devil or Mr. Satan or I don't know if there is somebody like that. I haven't met them. I've met plenty of them right under that. Even that being is following the orders of self-generated suicidal programming. And so, from what I can see, all the way from the top demonic non-human levels, which are just people who are really lost without physical bodies and have identified with evil, all the way down to the regular level of us normal not normal, but average people. None of us have gotten back to normal yet. We're all following programming. We're all following orders. Even the top Bosses are just following orders. Nobody is taking real responsibility and no level really understands what they're doing. If they did, they would stop immediately because it's all self-destructive. So what's the cure? That's all that matters, right? I mean, what's the point of getting into all this stuff if you're not going to cure it or at least do what you can? Um, that video was a was a clue. How do you get people to wake up, not just in your trench, but in other trenches so it can spread and not just die like it did on the Christmas truce of World War One? And the clues are make truth and self-knowledge your priority over and above appearances and looking good for your neighbor or, you know, trying to please everybody or 
trying to just make the most money of anybody. And I'm not against money at all. I think it's very useful. Um, but truth and self-knowledge should be your priority, no matter what, um, over the desire and ability to just follow orders. And those things will dissolve. And if you do that, fix your priority. You become the cure. Not because of your little ego self being so brilliant, but something starts to flow through you. And you don't generate it. It comes from where you came from. We're all connected. Even the bad guys are connected. They've just become unconscious of it. And they're following the deception. But you don't have to do that. And it's contagious. It, it could be a real pandemic. So I'm suggesting for New Year's, besides just talking to your mind and getting rid of the programming that keeps you from achieving whatever you want so that your resolutions just come and go, that's disappointing and unnecessary. It's all a consciousness contest. Can you step out of the programming and realize, oh, I'm just following orders? You don't think all those bad, you know, Nazis in the Nuremberg trial, they were just following orders. No, I've never met anybody who's not just following orders. Not really. So, um, look in yourself. It's not whether you're just following orders, it's which orders are you following. What's your priority? Fix that. Get reconnected to where you came from. And automatically, you become patient one in a pandemic of consciousness. And this one's real. And it's very contagious. Let yourself get infected with it. Forget the viral junk. You know, take care of your immune system and your physical health. You can do that by the same principles that have been known since humans started. Even though they're violently suppressed now, they're still available. So take care of your physical body. You really need it for the work that you're doing here. But your real work behind the scenes is look at what you're carrying around in your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings toward other people. Not reactionary, but what you would like them to have and wake up. Become patient one in the pandemic of consciousness. It's getting right to the root of the whole thing. And once you get connected to that, if you stay with it, you realize all of these impressive bad guys and physical bad guys and demonic entities and all that that are real, they're nothing compared to the reality. The only way they can keep intimidating us is if we're oblivious to who we are. So, it's a New Year's reminder. Christmas truce for New Year's, except permanent. Become aware of the orders that you're just following and decide what to do. Okay, so we're out of time, but I just wanted to share that with you. I hope you don't mind that I played the same video again. Um, I think it's really important, and I want to see your New Year's resolution um, become permanent, at least until the next one above that takes over. And um, look at your own assumed limitations and get rid of them. You're, you're an unlimited, incredible being. So might as well live as one for whatever time we've got here. And we'll look back at it and feel good. Okay, so anyway, um, stay in touch because some of these platforms may disappear depending on what we talk about. Go to lostartsradio.com and um, there are links there to the other uh, platforms that we're on that don't censor. And Doug just put up a banner that says Planetary Healing Club. The meeting of that is once a week, and it's live. This one is just one way. I'm just here talking, try not to bore you too much. But in Planetary Healing Club, it's two-way communication, at least for part of it. And in that environment, it's not censored, and we can talk about absolutely anything and bring in... Uh, exchange of health information that is violently suppressed, not medical advice, we don't do that, but health information. I've got about 50 years of background in that to share with you, and then 
how that relates to consciousness, which is really where the power is, and connecting back to the source you came from consciously. Why wait till you do what they call dying, you know, when you leave the physical body? Um, you don't need to do that. Do it now and see what you can do here. You're the star of this movie. Um, you write your script. So make it a good movie. And if you help us share the links, if you can do that, overcome the shadow banning and the censorship. And if you want to help support our work so that we can keep going, that would be appreciated as well. There's a donate button at lostarsradio.com and also a subscribe star link and that Doug is putting up right now. Donate buttons on lostartsradio.com site near the top on the right. And the subscribe star link is there too. And then um, I guess that's the main message. I'm trying to think if I forgot anything I really wanted to tell you. I, I want you to have a really wonderful new year for you and your family and everybody connected to you, but not just for one year. That's like the Christmas truce that was over in a day. Don't have a wonderful year that is just over and nothing after that. I want it to be permanent, no matter what physical body you happen to be in at the moment. Um, nothing less should be acceptable. And then it's going to spread. Watch and um, take care of yourself. And those of you that want to get into the deeper level at the Planetary Healing Club, I'll see you in 25 minutes. And the rest of you remember there's a Sunday show tomorrow. And um, thinking of what? Well, that will be a surprise because I don't have the note right here. But those guests are incredible. Those shows are all free and the archives are up so you don't have to be there at any particular time. But the new shows will be up by, by tomorrow for sure. Okay, so hope you had a good holiday and wish you a wonderful new year. And I'll see you tomorrow night for the guest show. And after that, uh, next week for this show again. Stay in touch if you want to. Richard at LostArtsRadio.com. I'd like to see your comments, criticism, suggestion, uh, questions about Planetary Healing Club. Whatever you're doing, uh, stay in touch and take care of yourself. And we'll see you next time. Have a good night. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash LostArtsRadio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on Big Tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. 
The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the band ones are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with hosts Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.